0: We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire.
1: Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship.
0: And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening.
1: Hello, hello, episode 199 on the New Truth Podcast. The Three Blocks to Self-Love. And before we get into that,
0: Kate Whoa. And I... Wait, what? episode 199. I think we should acknowledge this is the 199. last- 199. This is the last episode of the hundreds. <laughs> wow. I mean, of the hundreds? Yeah, the hundreds. Yes. <laughs> Between 100 and 200 last episode. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> And some of you have been with us
1: since episode one. Some of you have just come across our page and our brand, and we're so excited to have you. And, you know, we're we're evolving too, right? So you life is ever changing, ever growing. It has been a wild, wild journey to do this with you, Kate, from different sides of the world. We've literally only been in the same place once. and and to have two separate businesses but then this is our child and our baby together and this baby's growing up we are not stopping the new truth to hold your horses this is not (laughs) the end um but we wanted to acknowledge that we did tease you a little bit with uh the possibility of events on november 11th And we want you to know that you always have the right to change your mind. You always have the right to pivot, (laughs) right? Gone are the days I'm certainly recovering from this of pushing myself just because I said I was going to do something. And what is happening for Kate and I, so we're not going to do the November 11th event. And what we are going to do instead is essentially prepare for season two of the New Tooth podcast. So we're going to record up until, I think it's, 206 episodes or 208 episodes and then in the new year we're announcing season two and the brand is the same the mission is the same but we're going to go much deeper into all things womanhood and how the fairy tale and patriarchy and the old paradigm of love actually hinders every area of a woman's life right that yes we've got a lot we will always have a lot to say on dating and relationships like forever we'll have lots of things to say but there's a lot of things that Kate and I are passionate about around you know being a woman and and being sovereign and and living your authentic self and so we're so happy you're on this journey with us and we will do events together like that's what is coming Um, but we wanted to do it you know, more intentionally and, and really create an incredible experience for you. This November 11th felt like rushed. Um, and that's out of integrity with how Kate and I both facilitate
0: our work. So that's, that's the update. Anything you want to say on that before we talk about (laughs) self-love? It feels like it makes, well, we were trying to line it up with November 11th, um, with 200 the episode and it being a sacred new beginning from that place. But we just decided that it was bigger than just us doing an event together and that we've been doing it as of the end of January. We've been doing the new truth podcast for four years, which is so crazy. I don't know about you, but time is just like, what is, what is time? It's, I mean, I think it's an illusion because it is not what it once was <laughs> It's going by so fast. It feels like a month is a week right now. And so I can't believe it's been four years. And this actually came from Catherine and I just having our honest conversations. We're gonna be talking a lot about female friendships too in the coming episodes, um, in the in the new year for sure. Um, because this is such a big part of growth, is that so many women are surrounded by women that are of the old paradigm thinking and the reason why we have evolved so much is because we keep supporting each other's evolution and that sisterhood is such a big part of that and so in one of our conversations as we always have these beautiful honest deep conversations not letting each other make choices out of fear or limitation we call each other out when we see you know our smaller selves show up versus making choices from a really empowered place um, this conversation came through of season two of like, hey, let's freshen things up because, hey, four years in, we are not the same women. And it's so funny thinking about the women who joined the reclamation. My clients are like, Kate, you're so different when you're teaching like inside of the reclamation, the modules. I recorded those in 2020. So it's like, Kate's living in Vancouver. She's in a relationship with Jeff. Like she's this is what her life looks like. And my life is so drastically different now. So I'm also going to be re-recording those and up-leveling those as well. But we're always, it's such a great um example. It's so perfect for the episode today because we are always evolving as souls, you know, especially if you're following the new truth and you're committed to devoting yourself to yourself and your life to your heart and following your own truth rather than the script, right? We're burning the script or throwing away the script. We are going to evolve. That's why it's crazy to think that I'm going to be in a relationship forever, no matter what, when people evolve, people change, things change. Not all relationships are meant to be there forever, Right. Not all friendships are meant to be there forever. Not all sweaters are meant to be there forever. Not all shoes. We change, we evolve, we grow, we become new again and new again and new again and new again. So this is mm-hmm. us modeling that. And I think that's one of my favorite parts of this podcast is we we the message is so powerful because we're yeah. we really embody it and we walk the talk and we're here to walk next to you and Um, to share our journey with you and to share where we're at in our journey so we're very excited about the new truth season two which comes out in which we'll be launching in January and we'll have all sorts of exciting things for you and we'll definitely have live events and perhaps even one day in person Um, but we'll have lots to share with you over there. And we're also starting a New Truth Instagram account. So you can follow that as well. I think we already have the handle if you want to go over and follow it right now. We don't have anything on it yet, but it's- The New Truth Podcast. The New Truth Podcast. Go look The New Truth Podcast, follow us there. And we're going to start building that out as well and just have a lot more resources and um, things for you to, to play with on your journey. So
1: grateful. So grateful. And we really want to be with all of you. You know, it's so funny whenever some of you get on the phone with us, it's like, I've been listening to your voice forever. (laughs) Um, So we know, you know, we know you're listening. We know you love us. We love you. And we're hoping to bridge that connection between just like the podcast platform and like our relationships with you. And um, this also came from me, like just coming back into the podcast after having a baby and not acknowledging how my life has completely altered and, um, and is very different. But of course, what's true is like the essence of who we are each are is the same, you know? And like, every time we come back to what this is about, like you and I always say it is about the fairy tale. Like it is about breaking free from the fairy tale, but now, it's that again like what the fairy tale does to a woman's life in general right every area of our life is actually impacted by the disney fairy tale programming and patriarchal programming and so there are you know it we we thought about sharing the three blocks to self love today because that's what we wanted to address around what we see are the most common patterns that keep women from actually being at home with themselves and i'm going to we, we made a list, but I'm going to start with the third one we actually wrote because it is related to what we're talking about around pivoting and the third, the the main, the third block self-love, we're going to go three to one. The third block to self-love essentially is not slowing down, mm-hmm. not acknowledging transitions and changes and getting locked into one way of being like, I'm going to marry this person forever. So now I have to stay exactly the same as who I was on my mar- wedding day and then try to keep them from being the same. Or I have to fit into the box of whatever my job is or fit into the box of whatever the pattern of my female friendships has been and tell myself that that's who I am rather than the love, like loving yourself is about loving who you are as you are new every single day. Right, getting to know the person that you are. You've heard me talk about mastery of love and the four agreements, right? All, you and you share about the four agreements all the time, too. The mastery of love is also by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he says, you know, how to keep your relationship interesting is recognizing that when you wake up in the morning, it is a brand new person. And mm-hmm. nothing has brought me closer to that vulnerable truth than having a child. Like Madeline is different every single day. And every single day, it's my job to love how she's showing up now. But of course I haven't been doing that to myself, right? Like, because women get caught in just doing, 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 right? Doing for other people, doing what I'm supposed to do, doing all my to-do lists rather than I matter too, right? What's happening for me? And it is impossible to love yourself if you don't know who you are, if you're not slowing down and making space to say, who am I right now? What's important to me right now? What am I feeling in my body right now? What's going on for me right now? And then greeting that person so that's the third block to self-love it's not making space for the person you are not saying that i matter i'm a priority too rather than just getting caught in the over functioning and over giving and overdoing anything you want to say about that one
0: over 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 um yeah the human being except human doing (laughs) So it's the human being versus the human doing and that that that's exactly it. I mean, we come to planet earth and then uh, I just keep thinking about, actually, I'm listening to a book right now. It's phenomenal. I'm going to plug it right now. It's called Fasting Like a Girl. And I'm actually curious about fasting for healing purposes Um, but this, I didn't find this woman because of fasting. This woman, Dr. Mindy Peltz is a, she, she's a doctor that specializes in helping people heal really serious issues through fasting and through, but her, her, the book is so much about living like we used to live and how like connected to the earth we were and pe- fasting was very normal because we didn't know how, when the food was going to come. So you'd fast for a few days and then you would have, and then you'd feast and then you'd fast. Um, but this Mindy, Dr. Mindy Peltz is such a massive expert on women and women's hormonal cycles and what we should be eating with we, what cycle and what, how to honor and be in cyclical connection with the body. And I just think she, one of the books that she talks about that she read is, I think it was called, I don't know the exact title, but I'm pretty sure it was called rushing woman's syndrome. Mm -hmm. And this comes, it's connected to patriarchy, right? And it's connected to, I mean, the modern world, the Western world, everything's moving so quickly. We say time's moving quickly, but part of that is because we're so busy. So we're disconnected from actually feeling the spaciousness of each day. And I think, you know, I'm so, so grateful for being a projector because I think even if human design is a raz, even if none of that stuff is true, which is impossible, it's so accurate. But like someone telling me 10 years ago that I'm a projector and I'm not here to work and I'm here to just rest a lot and then, you know, guide people sometimes was such a gift because I actually built my business with so much spaciousness. And then I moved to Europe where most of my clients are in North American time zone. So I actually have so much space every day for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's been such a massive gift in learning how to slow down because and in my early 30s, I got adrenal burnout. And I was, when I was working for this other company doing coaching and teaching, I was working insane hours, traveling the world on airplanes constantly, got so exhausted, not sleeping at night, anxious all the time. And I was just like, and that was normal. And everyone around me was operating in the same way. And it's like, this is the disease of the Western world. And so that's why I love this, listening to Dr. Mindy Peltz, because she's constantly talking about like comparing ourselves now to how we used to be and how connected we used to be to the earth and how connected we used to be to the cycles and rhythms. And now we're like so far from our bodies and ourselves because we're in such a hustle. And I mean, there's a lot of people leaving the planet right now. I don't know about you, but I've known a lot of people who have left the planet recently. And obviously, you know, my whole life that's happened, but it seems to be happening a lot right now. And it kind of brings you to remember, like, so what's the point if we're just hustling and hustling and hustling and then we die and then that's it? Like, we don't even know when we're going to die. And like, what if you literally it's over and you, all you did was hustle and check boxes on your to-do list and rush through every moment. And I'm even noticing, you know, I'm practicing helping my parents bring awareness to it too. Cause they got to Greece and they're like, okay, we got to do this. we got to do that. I'm like, whoa, can we just experience what we're experiencing? Cause I'm used to living in Greece where it's way slower and I'm used to walking really slow down the sidewalk and I'm used to taking things in and really being more present because I've taught myself how to be that way and how much that's changed everything in my life, everything, everything, everything like that, everything comes from creating space for ourselves. And you, and just like you said at the root of not doing that is like not wanting to feel our feelings, right? So if we are avoiding what we're feeling and all the truths, all the new truths, all the truths that are underneath and we're going doing this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, we're missing all that's underneath all the all the stuff we don't want to look at is underneath that. And underneath that is like not feeling worthy. And, and so, but that's just a part of you, right? There's also a whole part of you that knows that you matter more than anyone in the world, because at the end of the day, when you do get to the end of your life, whenever that may be, it's just going to be you and you. And so like, like you, you're, I mean, not to say other people won't be there, but it's you, Like uh, you, we just have ourselves. It's so wild to think we get one body, one vehicle for our whole entire lives. And people are just like pushing, 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 go, 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 not even home, not even in their bodies, not even in their vehicles, not even enjoying their beautiful senses that they were given to take in this magical earth we live in, come to Kenya and experience the earth with me that like, that's why I do these retreats. That's why I live in Greece because we're here to take in the earth through our senses and to experience life and each other and love. But we miss it when we're pushing, going, rushing, doing. You're a human being, not a human doing.
1: And that's where intimacy is. Like, that's why it's impossible to love yourself if you're operating from this place, because you don't, there isn't a self that's having an experience if you're rushing all the time. And it is a big deal. You know, if you have trauma and had I mean I grew up with an anxi- an unbelievably anxious mother who never rested like I didn't learn it was safe and it's something that I have to that I'm very very intentional about with Madeline like she doesn't need to go to an activity every fucking day we don't always have to go to an event she is happy as can be sitting in the grass in my backyard like yes. pulling grass and pulling flowers and making sure we're modeling rest right and and not that energy because it's setting mm-hmm. in motion in this cycle and then it was perfect what you said, because that leads to number two of block to self-love is lying to yourself, right? So you just said, oh, when I'm busy all the time, I can avoid the truths, right? I can avoid the things that I'm feeling. And so see how they all inter- in, you know interconnect that if you're lying to yourself, you can't love yourself. If you're lying to yourself about how you're actually unhappy in the relationship you're in, or you're unhappy in your job, or you're unhappy and feel drained by a friendship that you have, or you want something, but you're telling yourself that you're not allowed to have it. Like, that's a lie too, right? Saying yes, and you mean no, right? Or when you're with your friends, you're afraid to take up the space of acknowledging whatever is true for you because you're trying to manage everybody else's feelings. Like, that's a lie to yourself lying to yourself, betraying yourself will always lead to lack of self-esteem and, and self-hatred. And, you know, it's interesting to me, a lot of people say like, this is why I wanted to t- do this episode in this way. Like, how do I love myself? How do I love myself? And it's like, it's actually about what you don't do that leads mm-hmm. to loving yourself. It's yes. not, I'm sitting in front of the mirror and saying affirmations. It's like, actually I become committed to not doing the things that hurt me right not doing the things that put that compromise my well-being right lying to yourself also looks like making everybody else matter more than you or like saying you're fine when you're not or not going to sleep when you're tired <laughs> right or not eating when you're actually hungry and and this you know i i my god my journey with with the self-betrayal and and lying to myself right i, I mean so much of my last relationship like oh i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i was not freaking fine Right. And now, you know, and we've, we've said this so many times, like when you're deeply connected to yourself, you don't tolerate the, the pain or the out of alignment. Like it actually happens like faster, like right away. It's like, Ooh, wait a minute. This doesn't feel good. That means something's out of alignment. And how do I get back into alignment? You can't get away you know, with shit when, when you have a connection to yourself, when, when you're, you know, actually having a real relationship with yourself, which to me is what self-love is, right. It's loving what is right. Who is the person in front of me? And what am I feeling? Also, you don't love yourself by lying to yourself and then judging yourself for lying to yourself, by the way. So please remember like coming to terms with seeing all the places you lie to yourself compassion and self-forgiveness is what gives you the courage to then make the choices that are for your highest good and for your well-being and and for your truth
0: yes yeah yeah as you're talking I'm thinking um you know with self-love just like with love relationships it's there's like ego old Paradigm you know like self-love the relatively new concept, but like there's the ego version of it, which is the affirmations, which is like icing on poo, and then you eat. It's you know, think it's a cupcake. It's not a cupcake. It's still going to taste like poo if you eat the icing. In the poo. It that's my favorite <laughs> metaphor, but it's true. It's like affirmations are just covering up something that like you don't actually believe it to be true, right? Because there's all these faulty beliefs inside that are running the show. And that's the part it's basically you always have access to these two parts of you. Either the part of you that is young, like wounded younger parts of you with your saboteur are making your choices, or your soul, your heroine, your heart, your truth is making your choices. Your your inner being there's so many ways to say it, but it's like you're either living from not in any given moment, it's actually way simpler than we think it is. Like even growth is way simpler. This is, this is it. It's you're either living from truth and trust or you're living a lie. And we've been taught to live a lie. So it's not your fault, but all saboteurs are liars. Like even the people pleasers that seem really sweet and cute, they're freaking liars. (laughs) They're right. Because they're constantly like, she will do that thing. No problem. And underneath they feel so resentful or angry or sad or alone or whatever. Like when you are honest with yourself and you make choices from that place, then you come into your center and the truth of who you are. And from that place, you don't need affirmations. You're not like, oh, you're beautiful. Like, tell me I'm beautiful. I need to look in the mirror and tell myself 10 times a day. You don't need to build yourself up. So that's the ego self-love. It's like inflation, deflation, inflation, Mm. deflation. You don't need to inflate yourself. You don't need to tell people or yourself you're confident. You just are you just know you're beautiful someone compliments you you're like thank you and you can receive it because you know it to be true but not from a place of i know so amazing but from a place of just like yeah thank you because you're in alignment and you feel good so the ref- it's just a reflection that's how it feels that's what's different so either you're saying yes when it's a no and no when it's a yes and that's lying to yourself and we do it in so many different so many ways, ways and we've been taught to do it because we were handed the script and this is who you're meant to be as a woman in your culture, in your family system, in your society, in your social circle, and all these, all of these contributors. There's so many contributors to who you think you're supposed to be. And either you're trying to be that woman and going against your inner compass over and over and over and over and over again. And in deep pain internally, which is like every woman I work with when we start, she looks great on the outside there. They have a great facade, you know, they've, they've built a a beautiful castle for everyone to think they have a really great life, but they feel so empty or disconnected or alone or sad on the inside or anxious on the inside because we're lying to ourselves. This is so massive. So you will learn to love from yourself and you learn to live from your truth. And And that it's an ongoing practice.
1: Remember over and over, there's no destination. It's like one of the biggest myths of self-love like, oh, now I love myself. All set. Rather than it's an ongoing. And and again, it's a fucking relationship. Imagine that self-love is about the relationship you have with yourself and the kind of relationship we have with other people. Is about the kind of relationship we have with ourselves. You cannot experience deep and meaningful intimacy with other people. If you don't know how to do that for yourself, you will act out whatever pattern you have going on with yourself, with other people. Yes. And this particular one, the lying to yourself one is what has women end up in relationships where they need to fix the man, right? Where they're saving and rescuing him, where they feel like they have to hide parts of who they are in order to keep him. And guess what? That's like, you're miserable. You can't be happy in that, right? Everything begins and ends with you. And then number one, the number one block to self-love is comparison, right? And it's interesting. I have shared this before that my mother constantly compared me to my sisters, to other kids in school, And comparison is actually shaming. So when you, and I I really want to be clear about this, when you compare yourself to other people, you are actively shaming yourself. When you compare yourself to other people, you are sending the message to your center that you are not good enough and you should be like other people. And the thing that is so bullshit about comparison is we're comparing to images on a screen right now. Like Mm -hmm. we're we're not even spending enough time with other human beings to delight in the magic of who they are, to celebrate our differences. We're spending so much time. You know, you heard me saying a couple episodes ago, every parent on the playground was on their fucking phone, you -hmm. know, and there's a trend, there's a trend on Instagram right now of. Um, it's like point of view you just put your kids to bed and it's two it's the two parents sitting on opposite ends of the couch on their phone I'm like this is the trend like this is funny they can't look at each other or like there's no self-care or self-nourishment or togetherness guess what that's not what Andrew and I are doing when Madeline goes to sleep also I go to sleep with Madeline so that's why (laughs) so maybe Andrew's on on his phone but (laughs) but this like like No no one, if you sign on to Instagram within five minutes, we all feel like shit about ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? It's designed to do that because you're not relating to another human being. You're relating to a screen and I don't care how vulnerable you are online. People are still relating to you from a screen. This is why retreats are powerful. This is why you need good friends in your town that you see regularly. This is why you need to attend a women's circle. This is why being in the presence of other human beings is the only way we'll heal because we are becoming less empathetic as a society. Like that's actually proven now with research. We're becoming less empathetic because Botox is actually an empathic suppressor. It, it it destroys your brain and your ability to be empathic toward other people, by the way, if you get a shit ton of Botox, but comparison is is how you shame yourself. And so the, the act of self-love is knowing yourself and knowing yourself is so much deeper than just your human design, your astrology, which Kate and I both love. And it is a powerful tool, but knowing yourself is about what you need. Knowing yourself is about what your gifts are knowing yourself is about what your weaknesses and and flaws are and knowing you're still lovable, even though you have them, because that's what makes you human. And the only way to experience real love because this is why we're talking about friendships is by having people accurately mirror who you are, people who do not sign on to your complaining and your bullshit, right. And your small self, people who know the essence of who you are and remind you of that and encourage you and support you and celebrate you. And, I I have my own thoughts about the homeschooling movement right now. I actually have very strong opinions about it, but I recognize what people are doing it because what taking, what the unschool movement is, is saying every kid is different. Every kid learns differently. Every kid has different needs. There are some kids and some of you that are listening that thrive in the extroverted culture that capitalism and patriarchy celebrate Right. And there, and there are some of you that it's not about becoming more extroverted in order to be loved. Like, this is why we can't stand dating advice because most of the messages around women are saying, become someone you're not really right. Like become more feminine, become more this, become more that. And it's like, wait, wait a minute. My, my favorite thing is the gift of every single client finding their person because every single one of them comes home to who they are. So then they're loved for exactly who they are. And that is the only way to experience the kind of love you crave. You are not loved if pretending to be someone you're not. So comparison, again, you don't love yourself by judging and criticizing yourself every time you compare, but you catch yourself when you start doing it and just say, wait, I don't do that anymore. Stop. Nope. I don't do that anymore. I forgive myself for what just happened and comparing myself. And I'm going to get off Instagram or I'm going to call my friend and ask for accurate mirroring. Like, hey, I've forgotten who I am. That's my favorite thing that you and I do for each other, right? We should, hey, I'm struggling with this. Please remind me who I am and and what is true about me. But the the really to understand because it was so intense with my mom to like see now I, if I'm doing the same thing, I'm doing it worse than my mom did really. Right. Like most of us, at some point, you have to see that, like, it's the way you're behaving towards yourself is sometimes worse than anything your parents did. Right. And that's why healing is so important. And, and what self-love gives like the gift of saying, this is who I am. I do belong here. Maybe the world isn't set up for someone like me, but it's my job to advocate for myself. It's my job to find what I need. It's my job to maybe like, I love all these movements around the neurodivergent kids and neurodivergent adults and, and celebrating introverts. You know, it's like really recognizing my flavor of femininity is going to be my own. My flavor of beauty is going to be my own. My flavor of how I show up in the world is going to be my own and how you do your relationship. If you choose to find one will be your own because there's no right right way to do it, right? You have to be actively having the conversations about it. And so the only way to free yourself and the only way to love yourself is, is this, like honoring your uniqueness and your gifts and your truths and not worrying about how other people are doing life and what other people's fucking pictures on instagram are showing you because at the end of the day most of what we're celebrating on instagram is still the scripted life right pregnancy announcements and wedding announcements (laughs) Right. Like there's a lot of life happening, not on Instagram. And that's why friendships are so important because you get to hear the truth of other people's stories of like what's really going on in in being a human. And, you know, I'm so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful for your friendship. Okay. It's like out of control. I could cry now. Um, but so, so grateful for who we are together and who we are for each other. Um, And, and that my favorite thing about us is we, we're, we celebrate what's the same because it's our mission, but we deeply celebrate what's different actually. Like we like rejoice in the unique essence of who we each are. And that's what makes our friendship magical.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Completely. We're so, we are so that we're I always think of it as like we're like the same but the opposite we're like we're (laughs) so different and our lives are so different but our hearts are the same and our our mission is the same and our our values are the same and um it I'm so grateful for you too and just thinking like comparison I actually want to cry when I think about this topic because Um, Well, I have my moon time, so I'm extra delicate, but I'm just feeling extra connected to my heart, actually, I'll say, because when I'm sensitive, feeling most sensitive, that's when I feel the most connected to my heart. I'm just thinking of, like, I was riddled with comparison my whole life, like my whole teenage and adult life. I mean, even when I was a kid, I was riddled. I remember comparing myself to my best friend when I was a little kid. She, you know, would call me on Christmas morning and be like, what'd you get from Santa? And she'd tell me the 10 million things she got because her family was really rich. And I would be like, I would like lie about what I got for Christmas and to try and- Like take my brother's presents and be like, I got a Game Boy and a like a Spider Man thing, whatever I was to try and buff it up because there's a part of me that felt shame and embarrassment and like there was something that I was doing wrong and I, I compared myself to her. She was like the perfect little girl with perfect outfits and the perfect stay at home mom that baked us cookies and the perfect hair and the perfect bow in her hair and like. And I just, I compared myself to her. She was the first one when I was really, really, really young. And then it carried forward through my whole life. And I was tortured being around other women. And I just constantly felt so small, so insecure, so, uh, so ugly, so stupid, worthless, like just a shell of a human because, and this is before Instagram. Like I can't even imagine there was no social media. There was no, none of, there's not even really the internet. Like I am old. Like when I was a teenager, the internet was like just coming out when I was in high school. So we didn't have, like we had emails, but Google didn't even exist. Like it it was a totally different world. And I was still riddled with comparison and insecurity because really we're just taught that from our mothers and from the world around us teaches us in so many ways. And now it's like on crack, it's on speed it's so magnified now. And it's something to be so mindful of. It's so important to be so mindful of it because your life is your own. You are not here to be like anyone else. And guess what? The fashion industry will tell you otherwise. The the Botox industry will tell you otherwise. The pharmaceutical industry will tell you otherwise. The media, the social media, the freaking whatever cosmetic surgery the every single industry around you makeup industry the freaking I can't even think of the there's so many like every industry around you that is in the business of selling you things and having you feel worthless and ugly and not good enough not beautiful enough and like not young enough and not perfect enough and not thin enough not curvy enough and not every single industry is trying to sell you things on your profits off of your self-hatred.
1: self-hatred. They're, right.
0: ra- they're profiting on your lack of self-worth and your, your self-hatred. So it is an act of rebellion in the modern yes. world to be a woman who walks through the world, who fucking loves herself, who stands with and for herself, who makes choices that are aligned with her own heart, who chooses to take care of her body, not because she's trying to be skinny or to look like her friend or be perfect for those Instagram photos, but because she actually wants to feel good And she wants to feel nourished and she wants to sleep at night and feel good in her body and in her heart, right? Who celebrates herself, who celebrates other women. Like comparison is not just the thief of joy. That's a statement. There's a saying, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of your life. It literally feels your life. And you're not supposed to be like anyone else. You may be inspired by other people. And that's usually what it is when we see someone who has something we don't have. there's something it's sparking in you. So turn it on its head. What am I inspired by? What about this person? Like what what part of me is really shut down that this person's representing, right? Because there's something in you that they are embodying. And it, it, but you are not supposed to be like them. I love what you said, like comparing this particular thing. I compared every, like everything before. And I used to think I wasn't spiritual enough. And that still comes up sometimes. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? Even if we don't think we're spiritual, we're spiritual. That's we're spiritual beings having a human experience. The world is. And I would think I'm like, I'm not sexy or sexual because my friends were like kinky. and I was like, wait, I'm not a kinky sexual. I'm this kind of I'm sensual. I'm energetic and like learn about your own blueprint your own blueprint is so special and the unique and the more you come home to yourself work with me and Catherine we'll show you the way we have many ways to help you get there. reach out to us because like the more you journey home to yourself the more you will stop comparing yourself to other women you won't want to be anyone but yourself I wouldn't trade myself in for anyone in the world now but me, 10, 15 years ago, I want to be everybody but myself. That so if that's amazing. you, it's time to freaking come home because comparison is robbing you of life. Self-love is waiting for you. The love that you desire to feel in a relationship and dating and every area of your life is already inside. You just have to come home and start living from that place. Oh
1: my God, this is the biggest thing. And I I too, but the I was going to say the message is always about not enough. Like even what you just yes. said, right? Not smart enough, not spiritual enough, not yes. skinny enough, not pretty and en- like compared to what? Yes. Right? Guess what? What the fucking new truth stands for is that there is no ideal woman. Yes. That's what the fairy tale actually says. This yeah. is what a woman is supposed to do, have babies and get married. This is what she's supposed to look like, be this this weight, right? And and this color hair and this this color eyes. This
0: size lips, make sure she has big right. lips, And only and right now, this tenure behavior.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's like, that's what we're all actually comparing ourselves to is a Barbie doll.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. And what now it's in personal development. It's like, yes,
1: Yes. a con, a con. Yes. Yep. It's all the same out there who
0: are teaching that they've mastered their femininity or they've mastered their money blueprint or they've mastered like, come learn from me. I've mastered life. No one has. That's why Catherine and I share stories of inside and in season two, we're going to do it even more like inside of our lives because nobody has mastered it. It's an ever, never ending unfolding. It gets richer and more beautiful and more juicy. And there's so much of life and love to experience. And it's incredible like i think of the love you're experiencing right now with madeline and like that you've never a parts of your heart you've never even felt before with stepping into motherhood and this new role in your life like that is everything and that comes with a whole new set of challenges right yeah. so does me opening my heart to love in new ways in my relationship and me living in a foreign country like you step into a new part of yourself and you get a whole bunch of new challenges that you get to overcome and dance with and grow from and learn with. So it's a never ending evolution. Don't compare yourself to people on Instagram. Don't think you're supposed to have it all figured out. Nobody has it figured out. That's a lie. There's nothing to figure out. That's in the head anyways. And if you spent half the amount of time
1: as you do on Instagram with yourself, Yes. Watch your life change. And almost every single one of my clients creates boundaries for herself around social media, right? Yes. Because again, not slowing down and making space, lying to yourself in comparison, at the end of the day, it's all about external Focus, right? What are other people doing rather than what am I doing? And and the work, right? It takes a lot of courage to slow down, a lot of courage to stop. I love what you said. I got chills, right? About the act of rebellion, right? To love your body, to love yourself, to love your life, to go against the grain, to do things your way and not follow the script. Because right, at the end of the day, you go to bed with you. At the end of your life, you're the one who's gonna say, I'm proud of all the choices that I made and I and I'm celebrating, you know, who I've become, or I have all these regrets and wish I had done things differently. Right. And there's that that um thing about the five regrets of the dying, where it's like the same things over and over again are about I wish I had the courage to do things my way. I wish I slowed down and didn't work as much. Right. And so you have the opportunity now. And and self-love really is the The ticket to freedom, right? and the and the ticket to having the kind of life and love that you crave. And so, we hope that this episode has been incredibly helpful. We are so grateful for you. Thank you for being with us on the journey. And thank you for joining us. If you're new to the new truth, remember we have the new truth movement, Facebook group, which Kate and I are going to start nurturing again. So that's the group where if you are following this message and mission and need want to connect to other women around the world who are doing the same, like that's where we're all hanging out. Um, and the new truth podcast, Instagram and as always, we want to hear, you know, the the things that you want to hear about. So you can message us for looking for topics. But I, too, am very excited for season two, excited for the episodes we have coming out the rest of the year. And uh, yeah, that's it for
0: me. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Loving yourself is a choice and you can choose over and over and over and over again. So you have the power. It was within you all along, just like Mm -hmm. the witch said in the Wizard of Oz, the power was within you all along. We love you and are so excited about season two. Hope you are too. Join us in the New Truth Movement. Tell us how you're excited about it. We're also having conversations in there about um getting new truth we're gonna have t-shirts and tank tops and mugs and and journals and all sorts of good stuff so if you have any ideas for new truth things that you desire let us know in the new truth movement facebook group and we will see you soon love you 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 hi it's kate thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast